0: go straight into God's word. Last week, Pastor gave us a word, a life that brings glory to God. And in this dispensation of election, whatever we do between now and that election will determine how much glory the Lord will fill this country. And we pray that the Lord will fill the earth with his glory in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 60, I'll read from verse 1 to 3. We stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. I will just read so that we, go, uh, we take back our seats immediately. The Bible says, arise and shine for what has come for your light has come. And what has filled it, the glory of the Lord is risen upon who? Upon you. I read again. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Verse 2. The scripture going ahead says for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and I and his glory will be seen upon who? Upon you. Verse 3 the scripture going ahead says the Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. This morning I bring you the word of the Lord as we follow from last week's sermon. I bring you the word of the Lord titled manifesting his glory. Somebody give God glory in the house this morning. Amen. We pray that the word will profit you and profit me in Jesus name we pray. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. God bless you and bless you real good. Before I go back to uh, uh, the scripture in Isaiah 60 verse 3, I don't know... Um, I think growing up whilst I was young, if you ever happen to grow up in this part of the country, Lagos or in environment, environments and um, maybe in school or in your neighborhood, there used to be a slang back then when somebody says something that is not entirely true or correct, we will say then that a person is saying fabu, how many of us remember that word? does anybody remember god bless you ma. somebody at least i have someone of my mates here praise the lord <laughs> hallelujah our generations remember the word what fabu fabu is when you come like one of the students will come and say his father flew an aircraft for the first time and then the aircraft landed in their house dropped his father and then went to the airport praise the lord so, for some of us who had not seen an aircraft before, we were looking in amazement and we believed until somebody came and said, what the person said is not true, but it is what? FABU. Praise the Lord. So, for a very long time, I have, um, I have taught that the word FABU is actually maybe a local dialect, a Yoruba word that, you know, connotes when somebody says something that is not true. But it took me growing up to so actually discover that the word fabu is really not uh, a Yoruba word, it's actually an English word, it's actually the word fables. Praise the Lord. So fables is when you say something that is fictitious or something that is actually not true. So whilst all of us were saying fabu, the real English word is actually what? Fables. So the the students then or the neighborhood were saying fables, but what you and I used to call what? Fabu. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, somebody hallelujah. Give God praise in the house. Somebody says that is Yoruba interpretation so whether it is fables or it is what fabu it is all the same thing praise the lord now in my family the king of fables was actually my mother she can tell any story that is actually a big let me not call it lie to respect her but she can coin any story from anything and the whole reason was just to show us or to teach us morals out of those lessons we grew up to find out that what my mother taught us were actually all fables or what you and I used to call what fabu but she said it or she told those stories for good reasons And one of those stories, she told us about the story of the moon. You know, I think we were sitting, I can still have a mental picture. And then we had this half moon just at our balcony. And then we saw these black patches on the moon. How many of us have seen those black patches. In fact, scientists call them Maria. They are just black pigments on the the moon. And on this night, they they, they leaned against the moon and then they formed like a, a shape of a human being leaning on the moon. So we asked our mom, why is there a human being on the moon? Immediately, it doesn't take her anything. She will coin a story. She will just coin a story out of every question. And this is the story she told me. And maybe your mother told you that as well. I'm sure we all have our own fair share of fables when we were young. So she told us that... There there was this man who had sons. But there was this particular one who was a very lazy son. So for every time they go to the farm, he was so lazy. All he does was to be sleeping. So on this occasion, they had gone to the moon to farm. And the boy was sleeping instead of what? Instead of walking. So when every other person finished work, they came back to earth. And that was the last time man had to man had to farm in the moon so they forgot him in the moon and up till this moment he's still sleeping in the moon so the human being you see lying there is a lazy son that was still sleeping and she will tell us if you ever get lazy in this house you will end up in the where in the moon so we never knew they were not true praise the lord they were all nothing but fables of what you and I call fables. Praise the Lord. Now I'm going somewhere. And on that occasion, then somebody then asked her, why then does the moon shine lower than the sun? You know, the only geography I ever, the very first time I heard the word geography, I was already in secondary school. So, I was at the mercy of my mother to teach me geography from when I was young up until when they taught me the writing in school. So, what was missing was knowledge. And my mom taught us geography out of every fables she could coin out. Amen. And then she answered the question and said, you know the way your elder brother gets two meat and you have one? He has... Higher, uh, uh, um, greater share of everything then she said that is the same way the moon shines lower than the sun the sun shines brighter because the sun is the elder brother to the world to the moon so God gives him bigger light to show that he's the elder brother and the moon is the world the younger brother So that was another form, another fable out of nowhere. So she had these fables out of the blue. She would give you every fables. So she would tell you, so don't complain. The same way the moon is not complaining that it's shining lower because the younger brother, that is why the sun is also the older brother. All we knew, we were learning from fables or what you and I call what? fabu. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 41 is the reason why I have to give you this introduction so that you understand where we are going. The Bible says in this scripture, it says, There is a glory of the words of the sun. Please read with me another glory of the words of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differ from another in its word, in its glory. If I'd ever happened to read this scripture, I would have known earlier that my mother was only telling fables. She's not; she didn't tell fables. She told fables. Amen. So whether fables or fabul, so she coined this thing out, but the little geography we've learned from scripture, the Bible tells us that the sun has an element of glory, the moon also have its own element of glory, the stars also have their element of glory, in fact the Bible tells us that they differ in glory as far as the stars are concerned though my mom taught me that the sun is the older brother to the moon and that is why he shines brighter, but geography have taught us truly that the moon has no light of its own. Do you know that? Some of us are just learning for the first time and you are blaming my mom for telling me, Fabu, at least you will have held on to one knowledge. So the moon on its own has no light at all scientifically wise. Is that correct or not? But all the the radiation that the moon produces comes from who comes from who so if you have a brighter moon which means there is uh, there is a position where the moon is that is closer to the sun so the sun on his own has no light at all so for the sun for, sorry the moon pardon me so for the moon to say that the light that is giving you comes from him is only but an aberration because for all that it produces it cannot produce it without the glory of the who of the sun so the sun shines on the moon and then the moon produces the sun the light from the sun now these are not fables these are scientifically true so it becomes an aberration as well if you and i the bible says for men shall come to our light So if men come to the light of my success, the light of everything that defines success in my life, whether financially, business-wise, career-wise, maritally, and I stand in that position like the moon and say, this all comes from me. Thank you for the glory. Thank you for praising me. Not knowing that truly there is no glory of my own. The glory that I exhibit does not come from me, but comes from the one who's seated in the heavens and who is an unapproachable light. So for every time God lifts men to a point of glory, please hear this. It does not entirely come from you. We are just like the moon, radiating only the glory from who? From the Father. So it is only but fables if I come to the rising of my star at any point in time and say, the Lord, I have lifted myself and I've come to the place of honor. Men will come to the knowledge soon or later to find out that for every lifting that you've experienced, it is only from the glory of God. And that is why that scripture says, Isaiah 60 verse 1, he says, please help us, Isaiah 60 verse 1 again. The Bible says, arise and shine for what has come. Please help me, what has come? Like the moon, you have your element of light. But that light is not possible without the glory being risen upon what? Upon you. And the Bible says, for the glory of God is risen upon who, upon you. It is on that premise that you have the light of success that we experience. And that is why the, the word of the Lord is coming to tell us in this season that there is something called the glory of the Lord that needs to be, to, to, to be upon us for us to, watch, to release the light of which God has called us to have. In verse 3, please help me verse 3. Verse 2, pardon me. In verse 2, the Bible says, And behold, darkness have covered the earth, and deep darkness upon the people, but the Lord will rise over you. Somebody say amen. amen. And when the Lord rises over you, what will come upon you? The glory will be seen upon you. So it means if the glory of the Lord is not seen upon me, or there is no light in me, it means that the glory of the Lord is not upon me verse 3 the bible says when this is established something then will happen like the moon it may be it may be in the darkness of the times but you will shine as what as light the bible says then the gentiles shall come to what? to your light the light they are coming to is as a result of whose glory of the glory of the Lord. So it becomes, on, it becomes unfair if I come to stand here and say for all I have or for all I'm able to achieve, it is by myself and by my light. It is because there is a glory that I've shown upon me and the Bible says the kings, uh, the Gentiles will come to your light and the kings to the brightness of what of your rising. And so please let's get this. As far as kingdom is concerned, God is interested in your glory shining. The Bible says, in this is my father glorified. In this is my father glorified, that you bear much fruit. So please, it is important to know that every saint of God that is not bearing fruit in our area of lives doesn't give God any form of glory at all. So back then, they tell us that, look, the one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. One of the fruit, spirit, fruit of the Spirit is what? Is meekness. In fact, the one they love to add most, one of the fruits of the Spirit is long-suffering. If you have this, then we we'll know you are a child of God. But the Bible says one of the fruits of the Spirit is that you give a life or live a life that glorifies God. Bible says, in this is my Father glorified that you bear how many fruits? Much fruits. So for every man here that is not bearing fruits in every area of our lives, God be praised. But one thing we are denying God is what? The glory of the Lord. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. The scripture tells us the purpose in which we are called into sainthood. The Bible says, but you are a chosen generation, a what? A royal priesthood. Read with me, a holy nation. Read with me, a special people. That you may proclaim the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his world marvelous. This light is not possible until a glory is shone upon us. Until the glory of the Lord shines upon us Then we will produce the light You know, Matthew 15 verse 31 For a very long time We have always thought that uh, When Jesus was walking upon the earth As much as his miracle was spreading out There was something that was particular about him The Bible says here So the multitude followed him And they saw the mute speaking They saw the maimed made whole The lame walking and the blind seeing Please read with me the next thing It says and they glorified who They glorified The God of Israel There is a glory in your life That God will lift us to Not for your self consummation But that the glory of the Lord Will be seen in us So just imagine God lifts you To a point of success Please hear this If God lifts you to a point of success It's not just for your good It's that so that his glory will be seen Amongst the earth So it is not, God has not called us to a life of mediocars. So let's not take that to to heart that God has called us just to live a simple life and that's it. You know, one of the things that pastor used to say that challenged me that for every time God wants to bless you. Is not interested in blessing you, your wife, and your two children. That those words have challenged me for a long time. If it is within the walls of my house, then there is no glory that will be seen. If it is within the walls of my house, so just imagine you both ask how much your wife, how much a cook your wife is, and all she cooks is within the four walls of your house. How much glory can you take from there? So, it is not in God's interest that you are blessed within a four corner of walls. The Bible says, Herein is the Father glorified, that there will be a fruit that is born in you, and you bear how many fruits? So much fruits. So, this is a challenge. If there are areas of our life that we are not doing well, please, it's time to, uh, for us to ask the Lord, Let your glory shine upon me, that my light will be seen. And so shall it be your portion in the name of Jesus. You know, on Thursday day to be precise, there is a lady who is a, a contractor to us and for everything she does, it's like whatever she touches turns to gold. In her company, she she, she has won so much contract that they've elevated her over and over again. And on Thursday, we're having lunch, and uh, she had her birthday last week, and they said they were sending cakes and celebrating her to a point that people thought she was the MD of the company herself. And people were asking her husband, she said, My husband was even asking me, How do I do it? I say I don't know. On that table, somebody asks, I know you are a Christian. And immediately the person asks, I am a Christian as well, but which church do you attend? Until your light comes up, people will never come to your lighting. So, you may be struggling as a marketer or whatsoever. Please, nobody will associate with us. This is not to bring us down, but this is to show that God glorifies Himself in your success and in our lifting. So, until she was lifted, people came to our lighting. That the same way Isaiah says, that the glory of the Lord will be upon you and people will come to your light. David was doing well, killing bears, David was doing well, killing lions as a shepherd. But there was a greater glory awaiting him in the palace until he brought down Goliath. That glory of the Lord was not exalted. And so the glory of the Lord may be upon you that we are killing killing lions and bears within the four walls or the back corner. But God is ready to lift us up to the point where we will know that we can bring down giants and the name of the Lord will be glorified. So shall be your portion in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23, this is what the scripture says. In Jeremiah 9, verse 23, the Bible says, Thus says the Lord, let the wise man glory in what? In his wisdom. Let not, rather, the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty glory in his might. Let not the rich glory in his riches. In all this, it doesn't tell us that it is wrong to be rich. It doesn't tell us it is wrong to be mighty. It doesn't tell us that it is wrong to be a man of wisdom. But verse 23 then says, But let him that glories, glories in this that he understands and knows what and knows me. Who is the source of that glory? The moment you want God to lift you up, you must understand that in everything we do, his glory must be seen in words in you and I. The Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. Quickly, we're going to look at this morning, very three things, very three key areas. One, we're going to look at the very reality that God, God requires his glory to fill the earth. If you understand the mind of God, you will walk towards that. Number two, we are going to look at the very fact that God depends on you and I for his glory to fill the earth. You've heard of the saying that God cannot praise himself. It's entirely true. The Bible says the heavens and the heavens of heavens is the Lord, but the earth he has given to to the sons of men. And so he's so dependent on you and I to show forth his glory to the world. And number three, we're going to see that God has equipped us and is continually equipping us with everything that we require to lift up his glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14, let's start with that. Now, it is important we know that if there is anything God requires is what? That to see his glory manifest. If I don't know the heart of Pastor Femi Paul, I can come here and do anything as I wish but that may not give glory to him. If I don't understand the heart of my wife or the heart of my children or my father, I would do anything without paying attention to what they want. The Bible says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of what? Of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. So which means as far as God is concerned, he is so interested that his glory fills this earth. Isaiah 42, verse 8, then tells us why. And one of the things you need to understand is that God desires His glory more than anything. The Bible then says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will share with you. He says, My glory I will share with who? I would not give toward to another, nor my praise towards carved images. Now, this is important for you to know that as far as God is concerned, he's so interested in his glory, lifted up. He says, that part of me, I'm not ready to share with anyone. In fact, the scripture makes us to understand in Exodus 20 verse 3, the very first commandment that God gave out of the 10 had to first do with his glory. He says, you shall have no other God before me. And verse 5, also iterating what we read earlier, he said, For you shall not bow before them, nor serve them. For I am the Lord, and I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon generations. Which means God is so interested in his glory being lifted up. Now I'm going to show you something. Exodus 34 verse 14 then tells us this God that we serve. His glory must be lifted. He says, you shall worship no other God. Why? For the Lord, what is his name? What is his name? His name is jealous and he is a, what is he jealous about? That his glory will never be shared with another. So this is important that we know, that we understand that as far as the lifting of God is concerned, he requires us to be lifted not for our sake, but for the sake of his glory. You may do something, please be careful, the praises of men are very tempting. I saw you sing the other day, people were falling under the anointing if not that this church is a jealous church, I'm sure by now you will have been the assistant pastor in this church the moment you receive those words please be careful, those are words that can lift you above the glory of the Lord, men will speak to you to to entice your ego and the moment you do that you may just forget that the gifting of the Lord is without repentance and it only comes from one source which is God the Bible speaks about Herod the Bible says and Herod stood And the scripture describes him as a very good orator. When Herod speaks, everybody listens. But on this occasion, the Bible says, As Herod stood and he spoke to the people, And he pleased the hearts of the people. And the people came to him and said, In fact, you have spoken like God. They changed their statement. They said, No, you have not spoken like God. In fact, you are God. And the Bible says, And the angel of the Lord struck him, And the reason was given. Not because he spoke well. The scripture says, but because he did not give glory to God. So be very careful when men lift you above the sphere of the reason why you were lifted. And so you may be lifted and the moment you arrive, you don't want to give anybody any audience because you are taking the glory which was expected to be an elevation for the glory of the Most High. That shall not be a portion in the name of Jesus. Now, number two, God depends on you and I to reveal his glory. God depends on you and I to reveal his glory. Now, you know, as Christians, most times we love to do things very minimally, like we said, so that people will not think that we are pompous. But the Bible says, for this reason, the Father is glorified that will bear fruit. I don't want to show myself before the world things I am doing. Bugao, praise the Lord. Pastor Collins told us on Wednesday he doesn't know how to do bugao. How many of us know how to do bugao? On on Friday. My daughter was graduating, and then we went there. We were dancing. They said the parents should come out and dance with the students, and we're dancing, and then they played the song. And as we were playing the song, I was bending down low, 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 low. You know the song. And when they said, Buga, I lifted myself because I was proud of my words of my daughter. I said, if only Pastor Collins was here, I would have taught him that he can do all things through Christ that words that strengthens him. Praise the Lord. So it is not entirely true that for every success, please understand that when we glory or when we want to bugai, we bugai in what? To the glory of the Lord. So the moment the bugai is for you, then there is problem. But as long as it's for the lifting of the saints and of lifting of the gospel of God or lifting of the works of God, then it is a very pleasant bugai. praise the Lord. Isaiah 43 verse 7, the Bible tells us in that scripture. He says, there is a purpose that man was created. He says, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for what? So for what reason were you created? He says, I have formed him. Yes, I have what? I have formed him. If you don't know the reason and the purpose of your creation, you will end up living a life of mediocre. Bible says, For this reason we were formed, and we've read it over and over again. Go ye into the world, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. And all we do is making babies. We are not baby making machines, we are glory making machines. Amen. For this purpose, man was created to reveal his glory. So we need to look at our lives. If there is no man coming to the light of whatever we do, then we are shortchanging God from revealing his glory. Verse 21, it reads this. Verse 21, speaking about the reason why we were created, it says, these people I have formed for myself that they may declare my praise and my glory. So you need to understand that the purpose in which you were formed, the purpose in which you were created is to do what? Is to reveal only but his glory. So if I'm not successful, I'm sorry to say, it is me shortchanging God of his glory. If I'm not excelling, I'm sorry to say, it is me shortchanging God of what? Of his glory. Just imagine everyone here has been lifted in any area of our lives. There is unlimited ways in which we can do anything to the glory of the Lord. It will be a time they will say, this place is not enough. What shall we do? And ten men will rise to the light. And they said, come, the Lord has blessed me. And in that blessing, please permit me to glorify God with the works and the gifts and my finance. And so it is. So for every light, the Bible says, For the the scripture tells us, he says, for you are the light of the world. The light cannot be kept under the bushel. So the moment no one is seeing my light, it means there is limitation to the glory that can be expressed. I once heard the story of the chairman of of my company driving through Lagos and he saw a... A very large acres of land, follow in a choice area in Lagos, and he called um, his surveyor. I said, "I am in so-so-so place. I have seen a particular land. This place is good for business. I don't know what it takes, but I want you to do everything within your power to buy it." And the person asked him, "Where are you, sir?" He said, "I'm in so-so-so place." He said, "We are sorry, we can't buy that property for you." He says, I'm ready to do anything to buy that property. And the young man answered, sir, we bought that property for you. You bought that property three years ago. We are waiting for what to do on that property. And then you say, it is not good for God to lift me to be a light. If God gives me that blessing, I will come to the point. I say, Grace Assembly, you need land. Please take it. This shall be to the glory of the Lord. That shall be your lifting in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, and Esther was lifted. For every lifting, please, this is one of the things the Jews do. As I read, there is a book I read, The, 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 the Blessing of the Storehouse. For every time, the Jew asks God, please, I need one million naira. Please bless me with one million naira. And they say for every time they make, they make such prayers, if God for any reason give them 1.5 million naira, immediately they know that that 500,000 is for a purpose. You ask for how much? A million naira. So for every time God lifts you to a particular part of our lives, it is important to know that everything that God does is for a purpose for the lifting of his glory. Esther was lifted to a point. And the moment he was, she was lifted, a time came where the reason of the lifting was needed. And she stayed quiet, just the same way we may stay quiet during this election period. And, uh, and, and the uncle said, you do not know whether it was for this reason that the Lord placed you there. It is important you know the reason why God has blessed you that much. And if you are not experiencing it, please, it is important, we we'll pray, that the Lord will give us and take us to the light in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Number three, as we begin to wrap this up, uh, our time is well fast spent. Number three, uh, we'll take a little longer here. Number three, we are equipped to manifest the glory of the Lord we are equipped to manifest the glory of the Lord. Now, for as many of us that have children, you will notice that if there is anything your child needs to succeed, maybe let's say for instance, the child is in university studying those preferable courses, lawyer, let me mention that one as number one, because the head of the church here is also a lawyer. Number one, lawyer. Number two, doctor. Number three, Engineer number four, it has finished. Only that three in Nigeria. If it's beyond that three, accountant was in the olden days. Amen. So in these days, they will say, Baba lawyer, Baba doctor, Baba engineer, Baba nurse is also a doctor. Praise the Lord. So in these three professions, we glory. Have you ever seen a father of a lawyer or a doctor? Have you ever seen how? proud they are, how you will know that there is a glory that shone upon the child, which is the form of the son. Pastor was speaking the other time, speaking about David. When David brought down Goliath, it came to a point. They were seeking for who raised him up. It will get to a point when your rising comes. People will no more be interested in you. They will be interested in the source that made you who you are. So in all this getting, we'll see and get to the point where if you are financially trapped, you, you don't know what parents go through to pay their school fees. Some parents will borrow money or lend money, whichever English is correct, to pay the children's school fees. Why? Because they are doing everything to equip that child to become who they want the child to be. So they do everything, whatever it takes, whatever length a father, a mother, a parent, a sponsor will do. Why? So that that child will become that lawyer, that child will become that doctor, that child will become whatever that child has to become. Because in the excelling of the child, the father is also what? Glorified. So the child knows. As, as going to school, my father would do everything possible to do what? To ensure that I have everything comfortable to become who I am. Whether it be school fees, whatever it is. During my daughter's graduation on Friday, they called parents randomly. And they now called me to share experience of, uh, of sending my child to their school. And I told them one of the biggest experiences that I have is that anytime time it's time to pay school fees, my blood pressure will go high. They called me, I didn't call myself, come and share your experience. So I told them, any time you send me that letter or that, my blood pressure will just go high. But when I see what the child does, There are things she does at home, and I asked, where did you learn it from? And she said, I learned it from school. Only then, when I see the goodness of what is being taught, then my blood pressure will now come down. Praise the Lord. So within all that is within me, all I do is to ensure that that child gets everything that she requires. 2 Peter 1 verse 3 It is important every time you want to understand How God relates with man There are two cardinal examples The scripture will always use As a father relates to a child And as a bride relates to a bridegroom You can't get it wrong Understanding God in these two eyes And the Bible then says From this illustration we have have given He says as his divine power he has given us how many things? All things that pertain to, what? to life and to what? Godliness. Through the knowledge of him, where has he called you to? Who has called us by his glory. So as a father does everything to see the child succeed, God is saying, within my... Within myself I am releasing every material thing Whether it requires you in business Whether you require it in your career Whether you require it in your your relationship Everything that you require to succeed Because I am so interested Like the earthly father is so interested to be glorified To be called the child, the father of a doctor God is also looking for that opportunity To be glorified in you and I Everything that you require has been released to us. So if I go back tomorrow, one of the things I look for, what is it that God has equipped me with? To excel to the glory of his name. So it is important to know that in this excelling, God is releasing you and releasing me. The Bible says, for his glory is upon you. The moment the glory and the light comes, he also becomes glorified. Praise the name of the Lord third john chapter one verse two the bible says i understand you are blessed spiritually glory be to god but there is a part of you that also need an excelling the scripture says beloved there is a prayer i pray i pray that you prosper in how many things in all things and be in what in health just as your soul prospers. how rich is your soul and how rich are you physically so, the Bible says, God is interested in my prosperity. So, if I'm not prosperous, it means there is a light in me that is not shining. And so, he says, I pray amongst all things, above all things, that thou mayest words prosper and be in in good health. You know what it takes for you to try to tell your children to do well in school? One of the things we always say is... We tell our children, you need to read, you need to be the best. Why? So that there will be a glory come to you. In my days, I used to carry first. In my days, I used to carry first. That's what I tell my children. Pastor Collins is also saying the same thing. In my days, I used to carry first. Pastor Steve is also telling his children the same thing. In my days, I used to carry first. All of us are telling our children, in our days, we used to carry what? And these children are in the same class and they are wondering, whose parents then took second they are not even asking who took last they say if your father took first my father took first all of us fathers took first these children are no more stupid they know so they are saying they are not asking who carried last at least in this church we know who carried last you don't know if you are here on Wednesday Pastor Collins shared testimony of his life how he wrote jam 10 times amen Who were those in church? Do I have living witness? We have living witness here. He wrote down to the point that the moment he's feeling his phone, once he puts callings, they help him complete it. Do I have a living witness? So they help him complete it. But see how merciful God has been upon him. so these fables or what we used to call fabu that we tell our children that we carry first please let's drop them because they know we did not carry first so let's just tell them the way it is and help them to build or build them to become a better person the bible says for your children shall be for signs and for what and for wonders And so this is the desire of the Lord That he will raise us to the point That we are the zenith of everything that we do Praise the name of the Lord Romans 8 verse 28 and verse 30 Let's read that quickly We understand really that sometimes We may not be exactly where God wants us to be In fact there's a story about how Jesus was going to a town And he was walking through another town And it says, and from afar, the scripture says, and Jesus saw a fig tree. The description on that tree was that the Bible says, and the tree bore lots of leaves, but had no fruit. And if you understand how fig trees grow, the moment any fig tree begins to bear leaves, it is an indication that there must be fruit accompanying it. And so the tree was rooted to the ground, receiving everything but hard leaves but no fruits. Bible says Jesus was so displeased. Remember, the Bible says, for in this is my father glorified that will bear fruit. So the moment you are receiving God's word on this altar, therein, thereout, and there is no fruits to show for what we are, for what we are receiving, is indic- not an indication that God is actually pleased but that would bear fruit out of this world, that alone, and that alone is wherein the pleasure of the Lord lies. Romans 8 verse 28, multimedia help us as we begin to bring this to an end. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Verse 30, he then tells us in verse 30, multimedia verse 30 moreover whom he predestined this he also called whom he justified this he also justified and whom he justified this he also glorified which means the glory of the lord is in the very fact that we are lifted it may be a point that i've not received my light at this point but the bible says everything that i'm going through now work it together for good i may be in my low estate please pardon me i understand there is a walking of the glory of god that i need to do i understand there is a lifting that i will get to as long as i understand that my lifting will come by the glory of the lord risen upon me i shall get to that point in jesus mighty name we pray Amen. please rise to our feet as we bring this to a close Isaiah chapter 60, we'll read again from verse 1 to verse 3. Isaiah 60, as we read from verse 1 to verse 3. This is now, having understood all this, we're going to read these three verses again together, but please read it prophetically, because this is a prayer that we are praying for ourselves. 1, 2, go, let's read. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Verse 2, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness on the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Verse 3. The Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. If you believe that, say a louder. Amen. And please give God glory in the house this morning. Fill this place with his glory this morning. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.